Hey everyone, this is Dan, the GM, welcoming you to the weird, the wacky, the wonderful, what the dice. And I'm sure you're wondering what episode it is. Well, think and question no further, for I shall answer. This is episode 95, and this, of course, is what the dice. Don't forget, guys, every time you hit that like, subscribe button on YouTube, or every time you give us a rating or a review on all the different channels, it helps this little channel grow just that little bit more and if you don't want to do that tell your friends about us tell your family about us you know anything word of mouth spreads like wildfire and that's an amazing thing for us well that's all i got so i'm gonna let you get on with this week's episode so sit back relax and enjoy episode 95 of what the dice Staring out at the ocean, we hear the fire behind us crackle and pop. The storyteller is tending to the fire as we slowly return to our seat. The storyteller smiles and gives us a nod. Well, well, my friends, it seems as if they are going back to do a little shopping with Maximilian. With a little bit of flirting from our young catfolk, Kalila, the fibulous working away at his strange little armor he wants to build for Hugin, and Faye being as mysterious as a shadow might be. Well, let us return to our story, and let us find out what all the team purchases from this strange, strange man. In the last episode, y'all had a chance to sit, do some extra shopping, and have a chance to sit down with the Murdoch crew and have a barbecue of all sorts. Defeatless and Kalila got to do some hunting, and Faye got to hang out with Baka and learn his plans of the Murdoch. We left off with y'all going to Maximilian's shop. As his door was opening, we ended the episode, so we're going to pick up this episode with... Excuse me, with the door of the Murdoch, door of the Murdoch, the door of Maximilian's shop slowly opening up. Faye, as the door fully opens, you are hit with the calming smell of burning incense. Inside is a massive shop teeming with life. You see strange little creatures known as the Dice Monsters. Moving around, dusting, cleaning. Maximilian appears behind the counter and smiles. Well, you know the rules. Don't touch things without asking, and make sure you clean up after yourself if you spill anything. Now, human, who are you? Why are you in my shop now? Do you know Sir Reginald? Are you one of the heroes? Why do the humans always have to name things hero this and hero that? Why can't you just be who you are? There's something strange about you. Hmm. No stranger about me than you. And what's that supposed to mean? I live in a tree. At least exactly. I... I, there are 
elves that live in a tree. Mind you, they cook cookies all day, but that's not my problem. I at least sell my wares and make a pretty good killing at that. Heh <laughs> killing. First thing I ever sold was a skull of a human that had an arrow between the eyes. I don't know why I sold it. It was the first thing that ever just appeared in my shop. Wait, things just appear? I? Well, I, I, I kind of create some things, and some things just appear, and then people just plant my seed, and then I appear in new planes, and then I gotta sell them things, and I've had to learn how to deal with paper money. Have you ever dealt with paper money? It's so weird. It's tied to gold. Why can't they just give me gold? Hm. Well, I imagine paper is lighter than, you know, a bag full of gold. Yeah, but it's paper. It's easily it's who are you? And how did you get to join with the other riffraff? I'm Faye, and I'm a librarian. Uh, I was... Well, I was snuck up on. Kalila's gonna sit there and go, You didn't really ask us. You just went, Oh, that guy gave you the seeds. Mm, and let us in. What's with the nine questions? There's something about her that's not right. It's kind of leftwards. And that and... I was planted in the holy city, so I knew that whoever had the seeds had to have been a hero. And again, humans and their labels and have to be this and have to be that. And Sir Reginald also kind of gave the heads up. He gave the seeds away. So I knew I would have new guests eventually. But I didn't expect you to be swapping out party members all of a sudden. What do you... <sighs> Can't keep people... Are you saying you actually liked Clyde? Ow, he scratched up the floor. You know how long it takes to clean up and get rid of scratches on extra planar timber? It takes hours. As she looks down at her claws on her feet and says nothing. Soft steel boots are better for that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Your claws aren't always out. You walk on your foot pads. Granted, I do have to dust after you once in a while, but that's not that bad. You make less dust than most of the creatures that just appear in here. Speaking of which, I have new things. Clyde's gonna follow him to the new things. As you walk around, you do see that these the shelves have been pretty thoroughly stocked. There's many new items, and now there are also these strange little squares that glow strange colors. He goes, now, I've got some new mounts, I've got some weapons, I've got some traps, and... Ow, fee, fee. That's how you say it, fee, right? Fay. Ah, like a fairy. All right. Well, Miss Fairy, I have these strange creatures, these strange items I create once in a while, and every now and then I need them tested. He hands you a small black bag. Inside there are some very brightly colored ball bearings. He goes now. These things are called Bowls of the Wild. I think that's what they were called. I don't remember. But I need them tested. I created some for Defibulus, and he seems to rather enjoy them. And I was wondering if you wouldn't mind testing these. What are the these? The arrows? No, they are... Um, the ball bearings? The ball bearings of the wild. He was talking I... to... He was talking to Faye. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, so Faye will open the the bag and take out a handful and look at them and ask what property needs to be tested. Well, when you throw one at an enemy, 
You remember what happened and then you tell me. I want to make sure they work properly. Or not properly. I don't know. I haven't decided how they're supposed to work yet. Oh, was I supposed to tell you how mine worked? You did, you strange little man. You need a pointed hat. I do see you are enjoying the bear boots. Do they keep your tootsies nice and warm? They kept my tootsies nice and warm. Very much so. And they're fashionable. Ah. Okay, so these... These balls of the wild, these are meant to be used like flash bombs. Yeah, you throw it at an enemy and see what happens. It might be a flash, it might be an elephant falling from the sky, or it might plant a tapunya on their head. Okay. They will very, very gingerly put them back in the bag and put the bag on her belt. If there anything like the, the bullets I had, you'll have fun with those. You can tell me about it later so I know what to expect. Please. Yeah, you're gonna need to know. The unexpected. Exactly. See, everything needs a little chaos in everyone's life. It makes things more interesting, and you seem like you're kind of a stick in the mud, Miss Fee. Are you a stick in the mud? You seem like a stick in the mud. I most assuredly am not. So you're a quill in the mud. Got it. Or at least a high-quality quill, or are you like one of those cheap quills? I hope you're at least metal tip. Then you last longer than what use. I'm not certain you can actually afford my services. Yes. Mm. Now, I've heard that kind of a few times. You'd be surprised how much this place makes. So, go on, shop around. If you have questions, ask as always. Please do not touch things without asking, because you never know what might explode in your face. Thank you for the warning. Well, Kalila's going to start at the Wall of Weapons and peruse those kindly. Okay. Having no other idea where to start, Faye's gonna go with her. She goes, it's pretty much just look, go, hey, I'm picking this up and investigating it, and decide. He says there's rules, which are really just don't get dust in his place. Or scrap the floor. Or scrape the floor. Hey, Faye, I would also like to point out that this building is probably, based on the size, it is the size of a large shop, and the tree is the, that of a, a standard-sized tree. It was just big enough for a door to fit on. Okay, so you're pulling some TARDIS action here. Yep. Yes. Awesome. Always fun. That may have been part of why she went around the back of the tree. It was like, what is with the door here? So, Kalila, what weapon are you looking at? Well, Kalila still has the most basic dagger of daggers commonly found in every single adventuring shop out there. Mm -hmm. So she's perusing the daggers. The one that does catch her eye, which is kind of out of place for her because it is a curvy blade dagger, is... Uh, a super shiny one. She'll be like, what's that one? Pointing at. In a puff of smoke, Maximilian appears behind the counter and pulls out this dagger. Placing it on the table, he goes, ah, well, this one is very special. It is called Calamity. It's, uh, interesting. It doesn't do a whole lot of damage as the blade's not that sharp. But what it lacks for in direct damage it does all sorts of fun, fun things. Now, 
every now and then something different happens. Be it that blinds your opponent, it makes them go crazy and run away because they think you've sprouted ten heads and are breathing fire, or other things of the sort. Do you have an accurate list, or is this one of your wild magic things? He goes, well, let's see. As per testing and what I've learned from the one who found it originally, every now and then it might blind an enemy. It can also, uh, it also makes enemies fear and run away from you. It slows enemies, and it also does a few things like weaken their armor, or my favorite, injects them with a strange green poison that is instantaneous and then ends. And it's akin to being bitten by a zombie, minus the zombification aspect. Oh, what do they call it? Necrotic damage. Yes, that's right. It it eats away the muscles on the inside. It sounds terrifying. Well, don't get stabbed by it then. Clearly. Because, yeah. Most likely. I'm going to see what else I'm going to buy. Set that one aside. All right. He sets it off to the side with a little box that says, for the cat. Thanks. <laughs> what about you, little human? Do you see something that catches your fancy, or do you want to run around like a basic person and just have the strangest of regular daggers? Can you tell me about the short sword here? It's got a, uh... Is it a hawk on the, uh, the blade guard? Ah, With yes. The yes, of course. Now, this was owned by a great general. He was a ranger. His name was Jeff. Now, he was a nice man. He did lots of damage and did and, and was very unique. Kind of made of mithril and steel. Now, what it does is that once, or I'm sorry, twice a day, you can summon a hawk and it will follow basic commands. And you don't actually have to speak to it. It kind of can read your mind or lack thereof, depending on the party involved. It can carry some lighter weight items, but it disappears after... Uh, Two hours or so. It, it flies off to be with its hockey-like family. It also is, though a short weapon, kind of gives you a little bit of a longer reach every now and then. It just kind of jumps out at the enemy. Increased reach is always nice, and that's one heck of a blessing to have an additional creature on the field. Polite smirks going, yes it is, patting Hugin. Hugin's such a good boy. Gives you a butt shake. Your bug has gotten bigger. He did. I like him. He's quiet. As he silently taps a foot or two. Wish my dice monsters were as quiet as him. But now they have to wake me up to eat. They need to learn to feed themselves. I might make some type of auto food dispenser. Sounds prudent. Um, I think I'll take this one. Right. That will be 3,500 gold. And what of you, short man? Have you come to purchase anything, or are you just here to peruse? Well, I'm curious on why there's a giant fish on one of your rags in the weapons. Why is there a fish there? Why wouldn't there be a fish there? Which fish are you talking? Oh, that fish. Well, it's a two-handed weapon. What else would you do with a fish? Eat it. You don't want to eat this one. Um, let's see. If you hit someone hard enough, they then reek of fish and are knocked back and are landing on their face because there's slime on them. Now, see, this was also akin to a strange other 
item I once acquired and then sold to a, a strange druid. Ah, that one was a red herring. A beautiful oh. sword. Oh, we know where that's at. Nah. Well, this one is also a blorb herald. So basically, whenever it hits someone, they hit the ground with a blorb sound. That's an interesting sounding sound. Yes. It might be a little big for you, though. I might have to shrink it down. Eh, that's alright. I prefer to shoot things anyway. How are you doing on the wild shot, my friend? I know that you do enjoy that. Um, I'm out currently, and I set fire to the bar and grew a, a grove of trees and set that in fire inside of a bar. That sounds lovely. It's in the reverse order, if I remember right. You first grew the thing and then set the thing on fire. Eh, details. It was a while ago. Okay. Chaos. It's always a good thing. I mean, do you have any more wild shot? Because I'm always... Absolutely. Um, wait. Does your wild shot come in cartridge form? I'm pretty sure I can make it come in cartridge form. I just need to see the cartridge so I know what I'm doing. Defibrious will take a cartridge out and show it to him. He looks at it for a second. He goes, absolutely. It'll be the same cost. Oh, all good. Well, I will take uh, two bundles of it. All right. He literally reaches behind the counter and pulls out ten shots that as he sets them on the counter, they slowly morph into the cartridges. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Extrapolator. Just defibulous. Yes. You ran out very quickly with those. Are you sure you don't want to get a third? Well, I mean, think about the trouble I caused last time with just five of them. All right, that's fair. Besides, I gotta get used to the cartridges and making sure I don't want to buy a bunch of them and not be able to use it. Kalala will eye the arrows of wild shot and contemplate if it's worth it. Defibulous will come up. Do it. Maximilian appears on the other side of you. Do it. Do it. Do it. She's going to look at Faye going, are you going to join in? Faye is completely distracted walking around looking at things. All right. First bundle's free. She'll look at Hugo and she goes, all right. What do you say, bud? Chaos? Or not chaos. And then, Dan, I need you to give me an even or odd roll. I will call it if it uh, is even. We buy a stack or two. If it's right. odd, no. I rolled a four on a d4. She'll, with no luster... Wave a hand, going, all right, give me ten arrows. Yeah, it's a hunter's best friend. Says you until I set the forest on fire. Well, you have a bag that has all the water you need. You could put out the fire that way. Yes, I know. But why would you want to? Why would you even want to set the forest on fire? Or do you mean why would you not want to set the fire out? Absolutely. Don't let it out. Nature takes its course. Everything grows up greener and stronger afterward. Yes, that is true, unless it just recently suffered that effect. Can I use it anytime I set stuff on fire? We do. We are good at set exploding things. We haven't really set too many things on fire, aside from the bar. And that building. Which building? I don't oh. think those are the same thing. 
The ones with the firework? With the orc? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, the three-story building that we reduced to a giant crater. It was on fire. That was the one with the skeletons. Yep. I'm saying the one with the orc. We did set that on fire, too. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. We didn't blow it up, but we definitely set it on fire. No, but we did blow up the uh, forge. (laughs) Yeah, we did. By the way, look at Mexi going, fireworks are a great explosive. Really, now? Now, you see, I had a strange man offer to sell me some. I might have to reach out to him again. How did I get a hold of him? You should attach one to an arrow, so that way I can hit people with a firework at a distance. Accurately. I wonder if I could attach a shrapnel bomb to your arrow. Tiberius just kind of put his hand on his chin and wander off while looking at stuff. What color firework would you like, Miss Kalila? I don't care about the color. I care about its effectiveness. What color? I mean, do you want it to be bright so they all know it's coming, or do you want it to be dark so that way they don't see it coming? Make it black to match my fur so they know it's me. Black like her soul. Got it. She goes, now what's this armor? Which armor? Um, One second, I'm pulling it up. I was seeing if there was anything that stood out as far as it looks, but she's pointing towards the uh, forest stalker, which is a light leather armor. He walks over, picks it up, and just kind of flicks it. He goes, well, now you see, I had a friend who had a friend who had a friend who was a hunter and a bad hunter. They've made a fall off of a tree, and this was all that was left. Now, someone who has the skill of a hunter can really do some damage with this, my friend. Now, you see, not only does it flow like the wind, but it also makes it nice and light. And as a bonus, you are a little less easy to see when moving around. Also, if you focus just right and... Your inner stalker comes out. It will give you the ability to see beyond sight, giving you more chances to hit and giving it a little extra punch while you're at it. Hmm. She'll stand back and think about it for a second. Hey, Mexi. Hmm. Yes, my little friend. What's with this, like, really nice-looking box over here? What are you looking at? Uh, the Bellows Box of Angry Turtles. What is that under traps? Uh, miscellaneous. Miscellaneous, thank you. Walking over and he goes, Well, stick your hand in and find out. Nah, I know that ends badly in most every case. Yeah, well, you see, I had an infestation thanks to a man named Bellows. And he unfortunately had all these little turtle friends and stuffed them in a box to keep them as his friends and... He came by one day in an old tree and left the box and never returned. And ever since, I've had this box. Found it the other day. It was underneath a pair of boots I haven't worn in years. I think I wore them to a Yule festival eons ago. But, nonetheless, inside there are some strange robotic mechanical turtle things. Oh, you said mechanical? Yes. Oh, Defibrous will pry the lid open and take a look inside. Inside, you see just saucer-like shells that are kind of painted turtle-ish, but not. Like, it, they are badly painted. And there's, it looks like there are eight small discs inside. 
So, um, do they like, how do they work? Well, you set them down and they move towards an enemy and then they go and try to bite things. They are hurt or destroyed within 24 hours. They will magically reappear back in the books. The turtle came back the very next day. The turtle turtle came came back. back. I thought it was a joker. (laughs) I will happily take the box of angry turtles. I thought he was a biter. Oh, they are a biter. Anything else? Hmm? Faye is staring at leather armor that is seething with shadows, kind of fascinated. Mexi slowly forms up behind you and he goes, Do you like to sneak around, do you? Are the shadows your friends? Sometimes. Have you ever walked through a shadow and been somewhere else? No, but I've heard about it. Now you see, this leather armor is blessed by the shadows. Two times a day, you'll be able to slip in and out of a shadow without anyone even knowing you are there. Is Kalila just kind of out loud to herself going, boy, would that have been useful so many times? Staring at Mexi like, why didn't you get this sooner? What's the range between the shadows that you can walk between? I believe it is twice the movement of a normal human. That is not insignificant. Besides, Miss Kalila, it's not like I just magically pull these out of the air. They appear on their own. I just have to figure out where they came from. I've got stock rooms of stuff that I have yet to figure out what they do. I also have a stock room that is currently in pieces from things I did figure out what they did. I also have a stock room full of crushed boxes thanks to things I did find. Quite an interesting job you have. That keeps the eons passing. I would be smart. You're right. It looks more durable than what you're currently wearing, too. What I have is serviceable. This would be useful. Yeah, I'm not saying your leather's bad. It's actually kind of like looking at No, I'll say it. Your leathers are bad. And you should feel bad. Wow. I would upgrade. Or Pixie, you broke Pixie. This whole scene's breaking her. Yeah, it is. Well, while she's broken, let's move on. The Fibulous, is there anything else you'd like to buy? Mm, I need to get you a pointy hat. I don't think I need a pointy hat. I've got goggles, thanks. I'm fine. Make some new goggles. I might. Not because you asked, but because I want to. Of course. We can never tell you what to do, Maxie. Exactly. Well, I will. <laughs> Give me the shadows. And- <laughs> I will. Give me the leather armor, please. That's only 3,000 gold. Oh, sorry, we're all just catching our breath from the laughter. Now, if you want things that are a little bit more mundane and boring, I also have been acquiring some health potions. Now I can sell them on the cheaper end now. I believe they are cherry-flavored. No, strawberry-flavored. They are red-flavored. I haven't tried any. Last time I tried a health potion, I was but a wee goblin, gremlin, whatever I am. I didn't like it much. Made my teeth feel weird. I'd feel weird if I had teeth like yours. I like my sharpened teeth. Makes it easy to bite through the things you need to eat. 
Extra planar beef is not that tender, I tell you. You humans have it easy. Your beef is like butter, you just bite through it. Now every now and then I get these strange wrapped bars of chocolate and nougat and some strange type of nut, and they're called soy bars. It's a strange thing. It's kind of good, but kind of not. Strange texture on the tongue. Chocolate is either you like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking the chocolate. The chocolate is good. It's very sweet. The nougat, it's a very strange thing. It's like caramel, but not. It's the soy that's in it that makes me go, what are these people thinking? But that's neither here nor there. Mr. Phoebus is taking a look at his box of turtles and examining his, his angry little turtles. You guys seeing anything else you guys want to purchase? I was kind of thinking about the fang ripper traps, but I may I may do that later. Hmm. I mean, they sound fun. Alright, so right now, I believe Kalila has arrows, armor, and a dagger set aside, yeah? Yeah. While Kalila's still kind of perusing around, she'll come across a... A battle horn, a mead battle horn, and go. What's that? What page? It is the miscellaneous, and it is Honar's last call. Should be Honor's last call. Oh, okay, the O was capitalized, so I was assuming that that was for a purpose. Nope, that's just gonna be bad typing. Maximilian I... picks it up and he goes, "Nah." Have you ever dealt with? Angry dwarves? No. They get ever angrier when they're dead. Now, this horn, when you blow it as hard as you can, it only ha- works once. You summon up you summon a few dwarven spirits and allow them to do battle one last time and fight in your favor. Hmm. Alright. It is a one-time use, so you'd have to pick wisely. Wouldn't want the dwarves to go fight, go out back into their halls, knowing that their last fight was that of a rat. What's that yellow powder? Pointing to what would be the powder of chatty spirits. Item four on miscellaneous. Twin vials of a strange yellow powder that gives a gives the dead voice. Ma'am. Now, if someone is dead and you need to speak to them, you sprinkle a little bit of this powder on them. And their dead soul will rise up and you can talk to them. It has, oh, it is similar to, I believe the clerics have it, but it is a speak with dead. Oh, look at the fibulas. Most of the dead we're running into already talk. Wait, what? Yep, and they're generally not very friendly. Right. About ripping off your flesh and taking your soul and other rude things. Wait, 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 wait. What? This is why I wanted to take you out to dinner so we could uh, catch you up. Now whenever I ask Maximilian if he'd like to go out for dinner, no. Do you, you want to go out for dinner? Just... Actually, yes, I would, but I can't leave the tree. Do you want me to bring you dinner? Bring him some crock. We found a wonderful Cajun place. Oh. Now are we talking which... Oh, wait. You're on near Tova. What year is it over here? She'll give the year. Huh. 
You haven't found that this part yet, huh? Oh, yes, I, I would love some. All right, well, then I'll take you out to dinner, too. I'll just bring it to you. That sounds good to me. Kalila then suddenly stops, blinks several times rapidly to realize that what she just agreed to. Wait. She goes, all right, I think I'm just going to get the dagger, the armor, and those arrows. Although that chatty spirit, most dead talk to us. Yes, I'll explain that in a moment, Faye. Well, I mean, it could be useful for the dead that don't talk, like that one house we found with the, what was it? The, the skeleton in the corner. That had the creepy little doll that Clyde let wander off into the into the world. Oh yeah, the possessed doll that the other team that works with the institute found. Mm-hmm. I mean, the powder could be useful in cases like that where there's a dead person there that's not talking to us. Ah, that's not associated with the Bone God. You are right about that. Oh, by the way, looking at fate, there's there's two gods now that used to be one god called the Bone God. Apparently it's a and forgotten goddess. god. And now it's a god and a goddess. The bone god, the bone goddess. Goddess is nice. The bone god's trying to kill and take over the world. I don't think either of them are exactly nice. I think they both tried to kill us. No, the goddess didn't. She had the nice skeleton that talked to us in the temple. Although she, I, I don't know which god was responsible for sinking our ship and delivering to that us to that island. I don't think they sank the ship because I think we got thrown back on the ship later. Yeah, the ship was fine, but we got dragged under the water by the giant skeleton hand. Oh, that's right. On that weird island that my uncle was on, apparently, at some point? Yes. Or was that my grand... Yeah, it was uncle. It was the crazy one that no one listened to and had a crowbar. Yep, I have his crowbar. Hmm. What is it, a family heirloom now? What is going on? I mean, no one had heard from my uncle in, like, 20-something years after he vanished, so yeah, it is kind of family heirloom now. She goes, I just answered what's going on. There's gods, they're angry, we're doing things to stop them. Blowing stuff up in the process. Which Clyde really hated. Which part? Blowing stuff up or the go angry gods? Well, all of it, as far as I'm concerned. I'm saying Clyde didn't approve of our explosions. Well... Yeah, he didn't. Goes, but, Faye, seriously, this is probably the safest place to talk about such things, considering nobody else can get in here, and looking at Mexi, I don't think he cares, and has weird knowledge about other things anyways, like, just looking at him like, come on now. You have no proof? Go on, show me your proof, you have none. I'm standing in a magical tree that outside would measure less than five feet, and what is it? Circumference goes around. Diameter. Well, you say it in such a rude tone. I'm just saying. And besides, you're a... a five-foot-something cat. And Only you're a four-eared goblin. And, and? I just hear twice as well. I mean, I can't argue that. Exactly. Also means I have to ignore things three times as hard. Wouldn't that be four times as hard? Because if you only had one ear, it would be that much easier. Well, if I have one ear, I still gotta listen for the monsters making ruckuses. Oh, okay, that's fair. Now, if you want to talk about your strange god fetish, go on. Now, go dust or something. So, do we want to buy the powder or no? It might come in handy. 
Fake feels kind of funny, but she says, I don't think we need to worry about that one. Fair enough. We can hold on to it. Hey, Maxie. Yeah. What's with the silver spoon over here in the miscellaneous piles? Well, have you ever stabbed a werewolf with a silver dagger? Hmm, haven't said, can't really claim I've come across too many werewolves. Well, this silver spoon once belonged to an all-powerful cleric who had a problem with eating too much soup. Now, if you use this spoon in just the right way, you can make the undead run away. It takes a day to charge, but you could use it up to five times. Means you can scare off five zombies. Or skeletons? Or skeletons, if they are dead. Does it work on cognizant skeletons? I don't believe it does. I don't know. I haven't met any cognizant boneheads. Most of them just go... And then I hit them in the head with a baseball bat, and then they crumble and turn to dust. And then I don't have to worry about it. Then I have to clean up the dust. Skeletons were once a problem in this place. I put up some torches and it stopped. Yeah, that is definitely an interesting spoon. Because I think I have everything I need. Oh, did you see this mechanical spider? I have mechanical turtles now. There's this mechanical spider. It's little. Well, I thought about it, but I didn't want to like, make Hugo feel bad by having more spiders in the party. He's fine with spy more friends. Well, these are mechanical ones. I didn't know how he liked them. Besides, I got turtles now. All right, fair enough. Anything else for you, short man? Mm, I think at the moment I'm good. I do have a lot of work to do, though. And what of you, strange new human? Who reeks of death. Why do you all smell of death? Claude's gonna lean over and sniff Faye and see what smells like death on her. Yeah, this is me. Perception check. 31. You don't smell anything but Faye. Because I don't smell anything but her. Nothing smells of death on her as she sniffs her own self to see if she smells of it. No, you don't smell of anything. Well, you smell of chicken. There's a smell of chicken on me. Kind of old chicken, but... Well, yes, you and Defibulus smell of rancid meat, but you all have a tinge of death to you. Defibulus will smell his arm to see if he smells of death. You smell of needing a shower, but that's it. I think your nose is broken. Nope, just a shower. Did you sniff something too many times in here? No, but I do have to deodorize the place after you leave. You have a strange scent about you, and it might just be because you're mortal. You are mortals. Well, I guess you would have to smell of death, because you eventually die. Always a bad way to lose good, good customers. Then I get the equipment back. Then it's all better. So, human, is there anything else you wish to purchase? No, but I do wonder, did they smell of death before I went them? You know, I believe they did, but just not as strong. You never said anything if we did. You more complained about my paws bringing in dirt and dust, and Clyde bringing in scratches. He clanked around and scratched my floor. He was mostly just very loud. Was I the only one you didn't have anything to complain about? Yeah, pretty much. I've met many a gnome. Many of them have decorated many a yard. 
Why would people decorate their yards with gnomes? Protection. What stops the gnomes from just not wandering off? Well... Petrification. Maybe they get paid. Petrification? Why would you petrify gnomes? Because you're cute? I don't know. To stop the flamingos from attacking, why else would you have gnomes in your yard? Okay, what's a flamingo? I think it's a bird. It is. It is a bright pink bird with a long neck and a beak. It stands on one leg. That doesn't sound very intimidating nor dangerous. They get everywhere later on. Don't worry. You'll, you, you guys won't have to see it. I'll take your word for it. Nothing else, then. Yeah, I'm good, guys. What about you? I'm good. Oh, don't remember. We gotta bring in some cro alligator, croc, whatever it is we're getting. I think there were some leftovers from the grill out. Wonderfully cooked gator, by the way. Well, whenever you get a chance, you know how to find me. Clyde will head out. Defibulous will follow. Still bewildered. Hang out. As the door shuts behind you, three nuts fall from the sky, landing in front of you. Instead of disappearing as it normally does, it just kind of disappears. Instead of sinking into the ground, it just fades slowly away. I guess he changed his exit as she picks up the three nuts. She goes, this is the only way to get back. If you don't pick them back up, you won't have them. You won't have them to plant and you'll never return. Well, that sounds reasonably sustainable. It always drops three. I wonder if there were four of us if it would drop a fourth. It, I guess it doesn't count Hugan. Rude. He wouldn't plan one on his own though, would he? Not typically, no. I could ask him to on my behalf. I figure he would probably come get a nut from you then. Yeah, would make sense. So the next time you plant one of these seeds, you're going to have to make sure you have dinner for him. Yeah, and then I realized that if I don't go and get dinner now, come back, plant it, and hopefully the tree pops back up since it's nighttime, I don't know if I would have to wait until tomorrow, but we can bring him some tomorrow. We're not le the Murdoch's not flying out, they said, for at least a couple of days, if I remember right. Yep, and then we have to go, like, track down that carriage it took off that you wouldn't let me shoot at. Oh, I was not not willing to let you shoot at it. You could have. Faye stopped you. Eh, someone stopped me. But she does have a point. It could have been somebody innocent that doesn't deserve to get shot. No, that was definitely our mark, but, um... It looks like she's fleeing town. There, There's nothing out that way. Well, no, actually, there's some friendly goblins that we could go and talk to and see if they know exactly where she went if we need to get her back. Could be a but bounty. It could be a side quest and we could chase her for weeks. I say, unless there's something we needed to get off of her, let her go. Mm, I mean, yeah, but I mean, also... Did someone say that white, you know, carriages like that are very uncommon? And wouldn't they get stuck in like the swamp ground out here? If you went off the road, yeah. Well, I mean, a, a car, a carriage going that fast is likely to damage, be damaged as fancy looking as it was. Probably broke down out there, not too far out. 
I mean, there's a high chance if she's not a good driver or doesn't have a good driver, we could go out and investigate. But the goblins out there apparently are at least nice. Could always go and see if they have seen and or know where she's about. But my again, my question is, is other than turning in a murderer, why do we care? Gold. Is there a reward out for her? No. Chance to test out Wild Shot on it? Tell you what. We'll go and investigate, and as long as she is not more than a day travel out, we'll go deal with her. That way, we can come back and leave with the Murdoch on time. I have a feeling they'll leave without us. That would be rude. It might, but they have their own schedule and things to keep. And we haven't established with them that they will or will not leave without us. I don't know what airship protocols are. But all right, back to the Murdoch. Get a good night's sleep and then set out and go talk to some goblins about our mysterious wagon driver. Yeah, sounds good to me. Sounds like a plan. And then Faye, you can ask me all your questions and I will tell you everything that's happened so you are not so... Just motions to her bewilderedness. That would be appreciated. Gotta get it together. I think. I'm not sure. Well, this will be this will be your opportunity to either back out now or keep going. Well, with that little chat between Kalila and Faye, we are going to end this episode here. Well, well, me friends, it seems as if Kalila has promised to catch Faye up on all the strange that has happened to them thus far. Well, from a small catfolk, from a small fishing village, to a hero of the holy city, this tale that she weaves is that of the history books. Well, you and I, me friends, we are reading from such a book. History is all in what we make it, but unfortunately, for the moon is high and it is time for us to say farewell, at least until next time. And as always, my friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at WhatTheDicePod, Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 